Get ready, it's time for Motorsports Madness, powered by the staff at Race Chaser Online. Your motorsports, your way, every day. And now, here's your host, Jacob Seelman. Is this the part where I'm supposed to start talking now? Yes. <laughs> Go. With Tom and his crazy face and his pointer finger, and I don't even know where this is going. I need Steve's easy button. That would make it better. Anyway, howdy, y'all. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker. <laughs> Yeah, that's him, as he makes the crazy face <laughs> again. You can already tell where this show's going, downhill, <laughs> in a hurry. That's why we have guests that'll make it better. That's right. We have Clay Milliken coming on tonight. How exciting is that, Tom? Because, well, it's actually, awesome. I, I can answer that. It's as exciting as Clay Milliken wants to make it, which anybody who's ever listened to Clay talk for longer than about <laughs> 20 seconds, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's usually really exciting. Exactly. We're so, looking forward to that. Uh, that's going to be fun. Clay's sitting number two in NHRA top fuel points right now. He is among the contingent that's being handily whooped by Steve Torrance. Yeah. <laughs> and Clay is by far and away having the uh, best season of his NHRA career so far. So that's all fantastic, and, and as Tom and I have both expressed. We are very much looking forward to uh, having Clay join us here in a little bit. We are also going to have Rafe Slate join us live because he is getting ready to go race the Legends Nationals in Las Vegas. Vegas. That's correct. And we'll hear from Jason Myers later in the show. For those who are, are not part of our regular dirt contingent, Jason won two World of Outlaws championships a few years back, and he's kind of sort of fielding a guy who just left NASCAR to race sprint cars again, <coughs> Casey Kane. That's right. Yeah, should be fun. It's going to be fun because, well, the race that Casey's racing this weekend is for a really, really, really great cause. If anybody hasn't heard of Trophy Cup out in California, they raise money every year for the Make-A-Wish Foundation, and... It's just an awesome sprint car race. You get about 97 sprint cars. You put them at Thunderbolt Raceway. You tell them, hey, go race for a win, but we're putting about, oh, I don't know, I think it's somewhere between 50 and 60% of the proceeds towards charity. Yeah, that makes for a good weekend. That all kicks off, uh, actually, as this show airs live, uh, it's kicking off. It'll be a Thursday through Saturday three-night event. So we'll talk more about that a little later. We'll also talk about eliminations stick around stand by randy's gonna punch some buttons we're going to have way more motorsports madness coming up right around the turn stick with us we're back in a moment you own a performance car and you know how to drive but you want to learn real performance driving well bunky get that car off the street and onto the track summit point motorsports park the mid-atlantic's premier road racing facility located just over an hour from dc in nearby summit point west virginia is the place to go and you'll find that friday at the track is going to give you what you need for less than a monthly car payment you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of summit point's three world-class road racing circuits you'll receive classroom instruction skid pad instruction in their cars including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) 
It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. I'm Kaz Grawl, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. You know what would have been much funnier? What? If he just said, I'm Kaz Grawl, and you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's even funnier? I don't remember when it was this year, but I believe something close to that happened between him and Justin Haley at their oh, apartment. I, I don't doubt social. that at all, and it was probably an Instagram story. <laughs> it, I, I'm sure yeah. it was when Kaz looks at Justin and goes, I'm Kaz, and you're not. That's that's one of Instagram's uh, most entertaining reality shows right there. <laughs> Kaz the, Growl and Justin Haley. The, those two need their own reality yeah. show. <laughs> they are a I reality mean, with, show. I uh, mean, with, with the portable wa- wristwatch flamethrower thing yeah. and everything else they get into. Anyway, I'll digress, even though we could... We we need to get those two back in here. That would be well. Yeah, we, we could just not even bother hosting the show. I just liked it when somebody asked what their favorite favorite flavor of pizza was. <laughs> Cass said, "I didn't know pizza came in flavors, but I'll take vanilla." <laughs> All right, yeah. This is why moving we call, right along. This is why we call this show Motorsports Madness. I'm Jacob Seelman. He's Tom Baker. Correct. Randy Miller is behind the glass in the tech shed, and Cisco Scaramuza is, well, his picture is there, his voice is here, and the the, the rest of Cisco is hiding because, Cisco, uh, (laughs) you you had an interesting week. Yeah, bike plus gravel equals not good is the TLDR of it, and so I I really don't think you guys want to see me propped up on my desk with pillows and everything else. So needless to say, I'll probably be a picture for the next week or so. I was yeah. going to say, we'll take your best imitation of Chad Knauss there on the it's video screen. still photo is what he is. Yes. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he's pretending. It's a good photo, though. Good job, Tony. A, it is a good photo. Yeah, he, yeah, he's pretending he's a crew chief. Yeah. 
Made made you look like a crew chief. Yes, exactly. All right, let's actually talk about some news for a couple minutes, shall we? Okay. Shall we? Okay, so I'll start with the bad news, and then we'll get to some good news. The bad news is Jay Robinson and Premium Motorsports are saying adios to their truck program. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. Yeah. I'm kind of – and the uh, PR – the official PR that came out earlier today, Tom, said uh, they want to put all of their focus into the – Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series program that they have for 2019, which is certainly admirable, but you can't help but believe it also probably has something to do with the lack of sponsor dollars that they now don't have from Wendell Chavis, who decided to retire a week or so ago. Yeah, that's correct. And, uh, you know, Wendell wanted to concentrate on his family business, and then he goes out, and lo and behold, finishes third or fifth, sorry. Not it was third. he crossed the line third yeah. and got put back to fifth. Fifth at Talladega, best finish ever. So there you go. That's called going out on a high note. Yes, absolutely. I think he's going to run the rest of the year, but no, he said after Talladega. Oh, is that it? He's done. I believe he said it. Okay, after Talladega, he was done. I'll go back and check. Well, that, that is that's a that's a winning note for him if that's the case. Good for him. Let's look. Um, uh, and while and while I'm looking, uh, let's talk about what's ahead because it's elimination Sunday. Yeah, or it will be um, for the truck, the yeah. uh, Cup Series at uh, coming up at Kansas. So um, yeah, this is going to be interesting too. I really feel like this this particular race sets up to be even more intense than the yeah. typical cutoff race because number one, the points are so close. But number two now, you've got a driver in Kyle Larson. Mm-hmm. Although they're appealing the penalty, he's been they've been docked 10 points uh-huh. on an L1 penalty for trying to, I, th- I guess, uh, All right. get by with uh, some... Yeah, they tried to repair the car <laughs> with, thing, with more than just tape. Yeah. And hey, yeah. Na- NASCAR really, really frowns on I that was just when say. they discover it after the race. Yeah, I. I it's and, bad enough. It's bad enough if you get caught when you're trying to do it. It's even worse if you get caught after the fact. And the funny part of this whole thing for me is that, you know, this isn't like, oh gosh, we put the wrong. Tire on the wrong side of the car. Oh, gosh, we left a lug nut or two loose. Metal braces. You know that you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing when you do it. There's just not even a question. No. Chip Ganassi Racing's appealing this penalty, and my question is, under what grounds do you really think you're going to get this one taken away? Oh, come on, Tom. It was just a piece of metal. Come on. Yeah, I mean, look, I I don't care, but I'm just saying if you're going to cheat, Try to do it in a way that might be a little more inconspicuous. I mean, you know, it's like jet fuel in the tank. I mean, come on now. Yeah, really. really. You know, so anyways, uh, the 42 team now, Kyle Larson has to go win Kansas. Well, he already had to go win Kansas. Pretty much. Now he, has, now he but, just has to go win it even more. Well, yeah, but I mean, he had a shot. Without Not winning. really. He, I mean, was he was like 20. 20. No, 26 is, uh, I consider 26 points against this 12 drivers a must-win situation. Well, but you're only not racing 12 drivers. You're really only racing the guys around you that are trying well, to get into even the when you're tw- when you're in 12th, 26 points behind the cut line, you're not going to make up 26 no. points on five guys. It's but, just not realistic. at any rate, now he absolutely has to win 
And, you know, I just, I'm sorry. I don't have enough faith yeah, in the he's 42 now, car at Kansas. He's now 36 points. You can stick a fork in Kyle Larson's playoff game. It's done. He D U N done. Yeah. I, I just, Cisco, I, I think this is just another example. That team has been really good for the last couple of seasons at shooting themselves in the foot, whether it's the driver or the crew. And,. You know, it's that classic thing we always talk about. Don't beat yourself. They beat themselves two out of every three races. And it just, that's, it's not going to work at this level when you're racing against this many good teams. And the sad part is he's been, I would argue that he's been the fastest Chevrolet for two, three years now. And he's, he just hasn't got nearly enough to show for it. And it's not all about the team, and it's not all about Kyle. It's a combination of both, Cisco. Mm-hmm. They both made their share of errors that have led to this position. And we're getting to the point now where this 42 team really should have matured a little bit more given the time frame of the driver being in that car. Yep. I mean, I think of Brad Keselowski getting in the two, and then, you know, it took a couple years, but then he was, you know, on par and going out and winning races and eventually won a championship. I think of... Martin Truex in the 78, same sort of deal. Took a couple years and was championship caliber. Larson's taking a little bit longer. I don't know if that's just more a case of Larson driving over his head a little bit, as we've talked about previously, to where the kind of dirt dirt racing instincts kick in or what it is. But I, I sense a little bit of still maturity left over in this team because they went from a kind of mid tier eh team to a, you know, if they were consistent, they would be challenging for the championship team. So I think there's still a little bit more growing that needs to be done. Well, I agree. So, by the way, guys, I was yes. uh, sitting here contemplating this whole playoff picture thing, aside from Kyle Larson. Okay. Who would have thought that leaving Talladega, we would be sitting in a scenario where both Brad Keselowski, who was the fourth-seeded driver coming into the playoffs, and Ryan Blaney, who won his way into this round at the Roval, would be on the brink of elimination. Well, I mean, I I think... And just to be clear, that's not to say I don't think Brad can go out in advance because... Oh, I... Definitely think Brad can. He's good at Kansas. He could uh, he could easily win his way in at Kansas. Now to point his way in, he's basically going to have to go out, win the first two stages, and finish top five to really have a prayer. But you know, well, I mean, we can talk about this more after. But I I just feel like I feel like both Brad and Ryan are capable of winning. Yes. Um, Ryan's been better lately, so I feel like he's trending in the right direction. Sure. Um. I, I, but it's, yeah, I mean, it, it, this is what happens when you have a stacked field and you throw in a Roval and Talladega and, you know, you put a monkey wrench in this thing. Brad really took himself out of the Roval and, um, you know, this is, it's going to be, this is going to be a dog fight this Sunday there. This is not going to yeah. be a boring race. What's interesting for me is when you consider Brad at Kansas, his very first win ever for team Penske came at that racetrack yep. in the two car. So it's not to say it can't be done. We're going to step aside when we return. More Motorsports Madness coming at you. He's Tom Baker. I'm Jacob Seelman. We'll be right back. 
Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of Monster Energy NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, Camping World Truck, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on only one thing, making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina and Danvers, Massachusetts, the HMS staff is always ready to take the time to help you find the right product for your safety needs. Don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop in to HMS Motorsport. Visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com or send them a message on Facebook and tell them the folks from PMN Radio sent you. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke located on Route 1 or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. COPD, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, is a lung disease that robs people of their ability to breathe. As many as 24 million Americans suffer from COPD, also known as chronic bronchitis or emphysema, and half of them don't know they have the disease. If you or someone you love is over 35 and has smoked more than 100 cigarettes in their lifetime, visit driveforcopd.org and take the screener, then take that to your doctor. I'm Jeff Stoltz, and I drive for COPD. Hi, I'm Chase Cabry, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Motorsports Madness. Tom Baker, Jacob Seelman. Cisco's going to hit a button so we can see his picture somewhere, maybe. There we go. There he is. And Randy's back in the tech shed 
punching buttons, and I'm sure I'll get him involved in a little bit anyways. But So we were talking about Kansas before we the were. break. And if we're talking about Kansas, I uh, feel like it's only prudent to mention that even though this particular guy has not lit the world on fire the last three or four weeks, he easily could have. He should have at least won in the playoffs already, but doesn't because Jimmy Johnson. And he's won two out of the last three races in Kansas City. So the question is, will the real Martin Truex Jr. please stand up? That I don't know. <laughs> if you're going to ask that question, are you asking if I think Martin Truex will win Kansas? Yes. No. Why, why I not? Don't. Do you um, believe he's not capable of winning Kansas? Oh, I didn't say he wasn't capable of winning Kansas, and I don't expect him to go and, and perform poorly or anything, but you're asking me if I think he's going to win? No, I don't. I, I, I think the guy who's going to win Kansas is the guy who uh, really I think a lot of this season has been focused around from the standpoint of uh, Toyota anyway, and that's Kyle Busch. I think Kyle's going to go win Kansas. Well, um, Kyle hasn't won there in two and a half years, but here's the fun stat of the day. The big three have combined to win the last five races in a row at Kansas. Right. I mean, that's, you know, again. So if you, now, if you want me to pose the question, do I think there's a chance they finish one, two, three on Sunday? Absolutely. Yes, I agree 100% with that. I think that very well could happen. Um, I just feel like, Kyle, it, it's, again, it's kind of been this little like a hot potato. One, one week. Oh, yeah. here I, I win. Now you win. Now pass the hot potato. The other guy wins. Well, and, and, and then it goes back and yeah, forth. And, and throw then in an occasional Keselowski. Or, and, but yeah, but it's still really. I mean, the big three kind of got broken up. Um, you know, in the in the first round of the yeah. playoffs. But I, I, I think as we go from here forward, you get to these mile and a halfs, and you're going to see the big three come back again. I, yeah. I, and I just... Seven, so here, here's my fun stat for the day. Seven of the last eight Cup Series races have been won by drivers who are not part of the big three. Yeah. But again, I just... The tracks that we got coming up, I think you look at the big three and you say, okay, from that group... Now, Martinsville may be an exception is it's a short track. But <laughs> don't don't even ask me who I think's going to win Martinsville. I'll give you one word, redemption. Well, you know, there could be there could be a lot of uh opportunity for drivers to win in Martinsville. Um, you know, I I don't think it's out of the question that Jimmy Johnson wins Martinsville. No, to be it's honest. not. But um two words, nine car. Well, you know, again, Chase certainly has to be considered. Same team, same situation. And um, a little chip on his shoulder? Or sure. Or a big chip yeah, on his shoulder? Absolutely. But but I also think Chase could go out and win at Kansas, too. I, I, I You know, again, that team is... That team is strong right now, and, and it's, the, it's been the exception out of the Hendrick Motorsports stable for most of the season um, with occasional flashes by the 88 and the 48 and the 24 as William goes and, and learns he has his tracks where he looks halfway decent. But, you know, I, I just think that this weekend you're going to see, again, it's going to be the big three. And, and when I say the big three, that's two out of three Toyotas. And that's it. In other words, Toyota is now going to go back to being Kyle Busch, Martin Truex, or nothing. Yeah. I think for the rest of the, well, most of the rest I mean, of the year. In all honesty, 
the only other Toyota driver not named Bush or Truex to win a race this year is Eric Jones. Right, and he won at Daytona. So, yeah. you know, not to take anything away from him, but you can only make so much of that, Cisco. I just, uh, I think you're going to see, I think you're going to see Ford's, Continue to be strong because Stuart Haas right now is just on fire, and so is Penske. But I also think you're going to start seeing the Chevys creep back more into this with Hendrick, and I think, and and again the two Toyotas. I think this is pretty much what we're going to see for the rest of the year. I don't see another really surprise winner coming up for the rest of the season. Do you? No, not really. I mean, Talladega showed me that Hendrick, at least in the power department. They've figured out whatever gremlins they had at the beginning of the year, considering well, they mode. put all four of their cars in that, yeah. you know, in from fifth through eighth. So sure. I think in terms of the power department, I think Hendrick is kind of on par with everything. And not to say that, you know, they they were completely off the uh, off the mark, but they definitely they were, were struggling. They, they were this, a bit that off the race reservation. Put, that race put a lot of faith in me. But I think ultimately this is the Judgment Day race for Truex. If he goes out and he goes out and does really well and goes out and wins, then I like him. If he can make it to the championship, I like him in that scenario. But if he just runs mediocre like he's been doing the last, oh, I don't know, a month or so, I I don't know, guys. I really don't know. All right. What's that old saying that Tom always brings up? I believe what I see and numbers on a stat sheet aren't everything. Isn't Correct. that what you say? All right. So in regards to Martin Truex, here is what I see since the start of the playoffs. Third at Vegas after leading 96 laps and being in position to win that race. Third at Richmond, led 163 laps in position to win that race. 14th at Charlotte, leading in the last corner before Mm -hmm. getting cleaned out by Jimmy Johnson. Dover, eh, that was just... I call that an anomaly. Talladega didn't even have a chance to show what he could have done because the car broke at lap one and a half, yeah. and he had to spend the rest Did of the day that far? riding at the back. Yeah. So here's my two cents on Martin Truex. And Tom's going to go, oh, my gosh, you finally see the light. As far as I'm concerned, He's absolutely showing speed of being able to race for a championship and make the final four and be competitive at Homestead. He just doesn't have the paper results to show for the speed that they've actually had. I have faith in the 78 team. They have motivation, not that they needed any more of it already. They're going to be just fine. I don't call this weekend a judgment day race at all. Martin might call it that only because I think he's tired of being shut out of victory lane since Kentucky. But in all reality, Kentucky is the last true mile and a half that we had in this entire season. And they led 174 of 267 laps started on the pole and won the race. So, well, this is what I'm saying, though. I think this is we get back to the kind of tracks where we we have seen all year that the big three are the big three. Uh-huh. Now you're going to have the two car. You're going to have the I think the the 41 car of Kurt Busch is certainly going to figure into some of these tracks. Keep an eye on the 14. The, of Boyer well, I was going to say you're going to have the 14 of Boyer and we got to watch Eric Almarola here because there's the potential for that momentum thing to yeah. creep in. And Eric just gets hot. I mean, 
you know, he finally gets to victory lane, and I know it's Talladega, but... Who wouldn't love that kind of a, a Cinderella run to the final four you know, if Eric could put I it could together? I could see that. I could see that happening. I also could see Alex Bowman getting, like, when we get to Phoenix, <laughs> I could see Alex Bowman being tough at Phoenix. He obviously has nothing to do with Even the points. If, well... But, <laughs> But but that car and Alex run good at that track. So, so that's sort of the outlier wait, where I could wait, see wait, 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 a big wait, upset. Wait. He doesn't have anything to do with the points. Last time I checked, he still has a green spoiler this weekend. He won't by the, by the time he gets to Phoenix. Unless he goes and wins Kansas, he ain't going to have no green green spoiler anymore. Hey, he's going to be out. And that's, Greg, you know, that's where he's Greg going. Greg Ives ain't afraid to play strategy. Well, he he, had, he might that take would, a he might take a shot, but this is a mile and a half, and and, and so what strategy do you play where speed Pit doesn't strategy, come into strategy? At some point, you're going to deal with a Toyota or one of the four Stuart Haas Fords. I just I don't think Kansas is achievable for Alex. I I would again I would love to eat some delicious crow, but I just don't see it at Kansas. That would be the, the to me the him winning it at Phoenix would be. A scenario where you can see somebody that's a complete surprise sneak in and get a win. I don't see it happening anywhere else. It's the big three plus Stuart Haas plus Penske. That's what we're going to be talking about going down the stretch here. Um, and maybe Chase Elliott if he can just kind of hang in there and keep himself up at the front somehow. But I don't see it. All right. Let's uh, take the final couple minutes of this segment and preview what's coming up here in just a minute, shall we? Because we mentioned it off the top of the show, and coming up in our next segment, we're going to get uh, the man who talks about as fast as his race car goes <laughs> on Clay the phone Milliken. with us, and Clay Milliken's going to yes. talk top fuel racing for a little Happy bit. Happy to have Clay. Uh, going to be fun. What a year he's had, isn't it? You know, second in points, he's won some races. Other than being blown away by Steve Torrance, he has contended at the top of well, the class all year. I mean, that's not fair. Everybody's been blown away by Steve Torrance. I think even Steve Torrance. Yeah, is surprised well, Steve I agree. That's, yeah, exactly. I, I think uh, you know Clay is Clay's had a really, really big year. Yes, I mean, you know, absolutely, he, he has. He, again, Torrance is having a season everyone dreams of, and it doesn't happen often. In and now he's anymore. had it two years in a row, yeah. basically. I mean, he won eight races last year. He he's did. won nine this year, including four in a row. Yep. So. That's, you know, the last time that we saw numbers like what Steve Torrance is putting up is when some guy named Schumacher was on top of his right. game. And I asked Steve over the weekend, I said, Can, are you letting people put you in that sentence? He says, absolutely not. I don't feel like I'm worthy of being in that sentence yet. Well, we got Clay coming up, Rafe Slate coming up after a while. Yep. Talk some uh, late models and legends racing and national action with him. Yes. So a lot still to come. All right, so Strutmasters, Great Clips, Parts Plus. I got all three plugs right. Clay will be proud of me. We'll get him on the phone coming up in just a moment. This is Motorsports Madness, and we roll on right around the turn. Stick with us. Okay, so Sarah, I'm dropping you off at Emily's. Yep. And Josh, you're going to? Soccer, Dad. Soccer practice. Right. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to let you know when I pick you both up, I'll be wearing my short shorts. What? No! Yep, and my dorky dad hat, and I'm going to do my dad dance for all your friends. They'll love it! Seriously? Why? Because I like my short shorts. Of course, I could be talked out of it if you guys would just buckle up your seatbelts without giving me a hard time. It's important to get your kids to buckle up for safety, no matter what it takes. 
And sometimes all it takes is your parental powers of persuasion. Okay, okay, we're buckling up. See, all buckled. Good choice. I'll just have to do my dad dance at dinner time. What, what? No! Do what you have to to make sure your kids are wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 this is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children name one of the leading killers of u.s children age 1 to 13 what's the best way to protect children in a car crash At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. I'm an HRA Pro Stock Racer, Tanner Gray, and you're listening to the Performance Motorsports Network, the voice of motorsports. I may have moved that around to give a convenient lead into our NHRA segment here because, well, why not? I'm, I'm, I'm the guy that plays with buttons back there when Randy's not here. I That's correct. That. So, welcome back to Motorsports Madness. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Cisco Scaramuza. Randy's back there punching buttons and joining us on the phone right now is the guy who sits second in the championship in the NHRA's top fuel class, and if not for Steve Torrance blowing everybody's doors off, would be contending for a championship. <laughs> so first off, I'm going to welcome Clay Milliken to the program finally because I feel like it's something we've talked about doing we for a have, while. For a long time. And, Clay, you were harassing me when I was at uh, ZMAX Dragway last time out and, uh, and, and saying that uh, this little rivalry that everybody's playing up between you and Torrance has been pretty fun for everybody involved so for those who have been living under a rock how much fun has it been to be able to jaw and and go at it with steve-o oh i mean it's a whole lot of fun it's obviously been way more fun for stevie than us (laughs) i mean that guy has been incredible you know i mean you got to just absolutely hand it to him you know four consecutive wins during the countdown i mean they're perfect you know it's uh if they if they've made a bad run, which has been very few, the car in the other lanes made a worse run. You know, I mean, it is so impressive what that team has done. Uh, they have definitely, you know, put them in the in the position to win this championship without a doubt about it. I mean, four wins in a row is hard to do. I don't care if you're bicycle racing your buddy. You know, normally 
you know, you make that many runs, you're going to make a mistake, and they haven't. I mean, what they've done, my hat's off to them. Wow. They're, they're, they're an incredible team, and they've done an incredible job, and they are definitely, you know, well on their way to earning this championship, hands down, no doubt about it. Well, listen, nobody's shortened the job you've done this season exactly. either. You had back-to-back wins at Topeka and Route 66 during the middle of the summer and certainly have put yourself in in pretty impressive position in this countdown to the championship as well. I mean, I, I hesitate when I listen to people talk about this being a breakout year for you, and then at the same time I look at all the number one qualifiers you guys have had, all the speed that Grubby's been able to put in that car uh, this really has, I feel like, as far as the NHRA goes, been a season that I feel like maybe where you guys fi- stepped it up and found that next level a little bit. Oh, I mean, no question about it. I mean, those number one qualifiers were not all just this year. You know, last year we had a lot of number one qualifiers. You know, we won our first NHRA race last year. Uh, but without a question, you know, we found way more consistency this year. I mean, we've qualified number one nine times which is just crazy, you know, and I mean, we're a very small team and, you know, it's a talented group of people that have taken and made us, you know, without a doubt, you know, the right now we're the second best car in top fuel, you know, it's uh, pretty, pretty amazing. I'm so proud of everybody that works on this car, you know, parts plus and strut masters have done so much to make sure we've been able to get where we are, you know, but, it is people, you know, and it's people from Parts Plus Strut Masters to every single person that, that works on that right. team. Mm. You know, they have they have worked their tails off and you know, it is definitely it it has been a you know, a career year for me in the NHRA side of things for sure. People don't understand when you say small team, this team literally operates out of Doug out of a barn in Doug Stringer's backyard. That is correct. When we leave our shop, there is nothing left in the building except for a drill press and a bandsaw. Wow. No CNC machines, no no you know, no lathe, no mill. It is literally you know, it is a nice barn. It's got air conditioning and heat, but you know, we don't have <laughs> we don't have all the things that the other teams have, that's for sure. Like I said, there's there's not CNC machines running twenty four hours a day and people still there working when we leave when we leave we take it all we're 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 in it to win it that's for sure do you feel like this stringer performance team that you guys have really proved to a lot of people that might have looked at you funny that it doesn't take the big money it doesn't take the multi-car team to go out and be successful. I mean, I know they've talked about it earlier this year you and Stevie both really. I mean, single car teams that have absolutely made a huge impact at the top level this year. Oh, I mean, no question about it. You know, uh, but again, you know, you can have all the money in the world, but if you don't have the right people, it's not going to work. I mean, you know, bottom line to the whole thing is, is, you know, people are what make, make the thing successful. You know, would it be easier, you know, if we had, you know, unlimited budget? Sure it would, but you still got to have the right people to, to do those things. And right now we've got, you know, we've got great people that, that take the parts and pieces we have and, and make them, you know, nine number one qualifiers, two wins, you know. Uh, 
and a heck of a run so far in the countdown. I mean, we've had two semis, a runner-up, and, you know, a second round. Any other year, you know, we, w- we would not be that far by- behind or we possibly could be leading this championship. But, you know, it is definitely, you know, people are, are what make it happen. I-, I can't keep saying that enough because it's hands down. People, people make, make everything work properly. You know, you mentioned, Clay, about any other year you would be, you know, much closer, maybe leading. It's kind of interesting because I feel like in today's NHRA, uh, you have so much depth in each of the, the, the classes that it makes it very hard to have the kind of a season that you've had, let alone the kind of a season that Steve's had. And to to see what's been going on in in your in your class between the two of you, um, it's pretty amazing. It seems like some weeks you hit the hot setup, but even, you know, some of those weeks, he's just that much better. And it's one of those situations where um, it just seems like for him, he hasn't had a lot of downs this year. And as long as you've been in this, that's got to be pretty amazing to you to see a season like that come together. And at times, maybe just a little frustrating that, we 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 go out and perform so well, and yet here he goes again, kind of thing. It's like, can you have just one off week, sir? <laughs> you know, it, it's it's not frustrating to me uh, because I have had that kind of season. I've had a few of those seasons in my IHRE days. You know, I had a season where we went to every single final round of the IHRE season, and you know. It is a magical thing when it when is. that happens. You know what Stevie's got going on. It is it is definitely you know it, it's just magic. You know it's I said it earlier. You know when he has a somewhat bad run, it's at the right time in the right place that the car in the other lane happens to be having a worse run. You know I've I've been that that guy before, and it's it's a wave that you just absolutely ride it. To quote Ten Cup, you ride her till she bucks you. You know that's all you can do. And and right now he's riding the wave, and and it's impressive. It is so so crazy to 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 see that. And like I say, I've been fortunate enough to have been in that position before, and and uh, I just sat back and smiled. And but but yet at the same time, you know I'm very proud of everything our team's done. You know to this point that. And I got full intentions of going out and winning two more races, and that's Las Vegas and Pomona at the end of the year. You know, it's uh, it's always the next race and the next season. You know, right now Stevie's on fire, and, and I'm proud for him. You know, I'm proud for that whole team. There's actually two guys that work on that team that are very near and dear to me. Uh, both guys came from Wenatchee, Washington, one of them, straight out of high school, went to work on my race team, and the other one had had a job at like Philly or somewhere, and he came to work on my race team. And and they one of them worked years, and one of them eleven years, and both of those guys are over on Stevie's car, and I'm proud for them too. I mean, Justin Crossland and Chris Martin, uh, Bobby Lagana, who's you know car chief over there certainly raced with him a ton in the IHRE, his brother Dom, you know, I mean, so I, I just can't make myself have any, you know, ill feelings towards how well they're doing. They're just a good That's bunch awesome. of people. And that ain't even mentioning, you know, uh, Stevie, who I get along with very well, my wife and, and Miss Kay Torrance are 
big buddies. You know, they text each other every morning. They're texting. Uh, I, I just can't be aggravated about it. You know, it's uh, hats off to them. I, I, I keep saying that, too. It's a crazy, impressive season they're having. Now, I've always wanted to have a, a, a driver, an NHRA racer, describe for our audience what it's like from inside of the car to do a pass. What What is the driver feeling? What is he going through? Take us through a pass somewhere. What is it like to actually, uh, to, to actually race one of those? Well, I'm going to be like every other driver you ever ask about this. You know, there is no real good description for what, what it's like inside of one of those cars. I've done top fuel racing for 20 years. This is my 20th year in top fuel. And because of that, I've been very fortunate to have got to have done a lot of really cool things in those 20 years. I've jumped out of airplanes. I've jumped off the stratosphere in the free fall deal. Uh, and I've rode with the U.S. Air Force Thunderbirds. And even that does not compare to what it's like to stomp on the loud pedal of a, you know, 10, 11,000 horsepower nitro-burning top fuel car. Uh, if, if This is a horrible thing to say, but, you know, if you've ever been in a crash, that feeling of, you know, you know something very abnormal is happening and it is two things kind of happening there your mind actually slows it down to take care of your body but you know you're going extremely fast and you're doing all you can to you know control the situation you know it's it's very very similar to a car crash because Things are happening very, very fast, but your your brain somehow slows it down so that you're able to comprehend what's going on. And you got to think about how crazy this is. These cars go zero to a hundred miles an hour in less than one second. Yeah, those numbers don't even make sense. They don't even make sense. Zero to two hundred in two seconds, and zero to three hundred in barely, barely over three seconds. I mean, you know, there's. You know, there's just nothing, you know, piston-driven with tires on it that even comes close to that. So, you know, to experience what that's like is awesome. That was my dream as a a kid to do that. I just never would have ever dreamed that I will have done this for 20 years, you know, and made a living doing it. And absolutely love my job. You know, every time I put that helmet on, I love the experience, whether it's a good run or bad run. And you know, people say all the time, you know, you're still smiling even when you lost. <laughs> well, yeah, I am smiling. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not necessarily happy about it, but I'm smiling over the experience that I just had, you know, of stomping on that loud pedal of 11,000 horsepower. You know, it, it's exciting. Win, lose, no matter what. I mean, Absolutely. you know, it's a heck yeah. of an experience yeah. every time you do it. Man. Yeah. Clay, we're up against a break, but we appreciate you taking a few minutes out of your schedule to talk with us on the program tonight. And, Look forward to hopefully having you back on here soon. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for having me on, and thank you very much. Thanks, Clay. That's Clay Milliken, uh, second in the NHRA Top Fuel Points, behind the wheel of the uh, Parts Plus Great Clips Strutmaster Dragster. And with that, we are going to step aside. When we return, well, 
you never know what we're going to get into on this show. It's Motorsports Madness, and we roll on right after this. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Every 30 minutes, another innocent person is killed due to a drunk driver. My best friend. My brother. My poor grandchild. My sister. My father. My husband. My mom. <laughs> My mommy. Stop these tragedies before they happen. Don't drink and drive. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm NASCAR driver William Byron. You're listening to Motorsports Madness on PMN, the Performance Motorsports Network. Oh, look, it's that driver that Tom said has had flashes of brilliance earlier in this show. <laughs> so, William Byron bringing us back from break. Jacob Seelman and Tom Baker here at the table inside the Race City USA Race Chaser Studios here in Mooresville, North Carolina. And we also have Randy Miller behind the glass and Cisco Scaramuza via the Race Chaser Skype line. And in the 2 minutes and 47 seconds we have available to us, Tom is going to tell us about one of our partners, Telmed Benefits. Well, you know, Telmed Benefits is awesome. First of all, if you've never heard of the concept of telemedicine, here's simply what it is. 
if you feel ill or you have a, a simple kind of injury that doesn't necessarily need particularly special treatment, instead of spending the time to go to the emergency room or go to urgent care or even try to get in to see your doctor, maybe it's after hours or it's late at night or you know, it's on a weekend and you're traveling somewhere, this is where telemedicine comes in. Telemed Benefits gives you the opportunity to talk to a doctor by phone or online video to get a diagnosis, treatment options, and even a prescription. If medically necessary, the doctor will literally call in a prescription to the closest pharmacy to you. Save time and money by avoiding all those crowded waiting rooms and use your phone, computer, smartphone, or tablet to get a quick diagnosis by a U.S. licensed physician. Billions of people are using this right now. Uh, and Telmed Benefits is one of the top rated companies that, uh, that does this. And so it's simple. Go to telmedbenefits.com, tell, T-E-L, med, M-E-D, benefits.com. For more information, covers up to five people in your household, $19.95 a month, Telmed Benefits is one of our partners here, and we're thankful to have them as a part of the show. I have used it personally. It works really well. <laughs> All right. So we're going to uh, grab another commercial break and start the second half of our show coming up in just a moment where we will uh, have more talk on Kansas. We'll hear from Rafe Slate coming up in the second yes. half and from Jason Myers. So stick around, and Randy's going to punch a button, and we're going to continue with more Motorsports Madness right after this break. We're growing like crazy and need account reps who know their way around agencies, the internet, and social media. Got connections? Or do you know how to get to the decision makers? Are you fearless? We need you. Internet radio, or as we call it, wireless mobile radio, is rapidly becoming the place to be with almost limitless income potential. So contact us to get involved with the fastest-growing, professionally-produced group of internet radio stations in the world. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or you can email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Okay, so Sarah, I'm dropping you off at Emily's? Yep. And Josh, you're going to? Soccer, Dad. Soccer practice. Right. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to let you know when I pick you both up, I'll be wearing my short shorts. What? No! Yep, and my dorky dad hat, and I'm going to do my dad dance for all your friends. They'll love it! Seriously? Why? Because I like my short shorts. Of course, I could be talked out of it if you guys would just buckle up your seatbelts without giving me a hard time. It's important to get your kids to buckle up for safety, no matter what it takes. And sometimes, all it takes is your parental powers of persuasion okay okay we're buckling up see all buckled good choice i'll just have to do my dad dance at dinner time what what no do what you have to to make sure your kids are wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives never give up until they buckle up a message from the national highway traffic safety administration and the ad council visit safercar.gov slash kids buckle up for more information if you're a gearhead and you just can't get enough of your favorite motorsports on that channel on the cable, or you look at that guy network and you just go, what does that have to do with me? We have the answer for 
Performance Motorsports Network, right here on the internet. The best cruising tunes, the best in motorsports programming, and the best shows. We have opinionated hosts, and we like it that way. If you want to get involved, if you want to bench race, be listening for information coming up soon right here on this channel, the Performance Motorsports Network, your source for motorsports. Hi, I'm Noah Gregson, and you're listening to Motorsports Madness on PMN, the Performance Motorsports Network. And that gives us the opportunity to make the point that the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series, soon to be NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series, or NGOTS, NGOTS. is off this weekend. They will be back at Martinsville Speedway. So uh, if you're looking for trucks, don't look too hard. They're not racing this weekend. Anyway, welcome back to Motorsports okay. Madness. This is the start of the second half of our show. I'm Jacob Seelman. He's Tom Baker. Cisco Scaramuza is floating around in space somewhere, and when he presses a button, he's going to be a picture down there in that corner. <laughs> Randy Miller is also behind the glass punching buttons and writing things and making sure we're not being too crazy over here. That's a hard I like job. this shot of Randy better because it's like he's in his element. It's like we're just watching him do the production from, like, the outside. Yeah. I do like that. By the way, if you're just joining us, we had Clay Milliken in the first half of our show. He was fantastic, as Clay normally is. And coming up in the second half of our show, we Rafe are going Slate. to have Rafe Slate, who is running the Legends Asphalt Nationals at the Bull Ring at Las Vegas Motor Speedway next weekend it's next weekend he made his debut in the pro late model series this past weekend at new smyrna finished in fourth four four p4 that's not bad p4 that's one better than p5 yes right yes yes if if anybody follows justin haley on twitter that's foe 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 yeah and he's (laughs) gonna have he may have an announcement for us about the next time he's gonna be running the pro late model yay we like news yeah news is good we'll see all right, we're already running short on time in this segment, so uh, what I do know is this. In addition to uh, all of that, we're also going to hear from Jason Myers in the second half of our show. We are also going to talk before the end of it about F1. F1, because Formula One Coda. At Coda this weekend. That is good news. Circuit of the Americas, for yes. those of you who aren't good at uh, acrostics. In Austin, Texas, which, yes. by the way, is also going to be site of an IndyCar Series race in 2019. That's good news. Yep. And let's see. What else have we got coming? Uh, We will have more conversation about eliminations, including one driver I think is a uh, not not necessarily a long shot, but would be a fun surprise that could potentially crash the final four. And as in make it to the final four, not crash in the final four. Tire testing is a thing. And we can talk with Cisco about that before the end of this show, too. All right. More Motorsports Madness. Actually, Rafe Slate joins us right around the turn. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. 
Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Every 30 minutes, another innocent person is killed due to a drunk driver. My best friend. My brother. My poor grandchild. My sister. My father. My husband. My mom. <laughs> My mommy. Stop these tragedies before they happen. Don't drink and drive. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication, but it's those tough choices that helped me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, I'm Matt Tift, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. We have to do it because yeah. Cisco can't be on video. Yeah, and trombone. He's not on our Thursday show. Correct. So, yeah. <laughs> Tom and I had to imitate the trombone. Yes. Yes. Poorly, but we have fun. We with tried. It. Yeah. Jacob this, Seelman, this is why they call yeah. it motorsports madness, folks. Yes. Seelman, Baker, Scaramuza. Ha! I remembered to point at the right box. There you go. <laughs> and Miller, as in Randy, back behind he's the glass, not light. Yeah. I just pointed at the camera that yeah, time. Yeah, okay. Whatever. Whatever works. It works. All right. And somewhere via the uh, great expanses of the Race Chaser phone line, I believe we have a Rafe Slate, which this shocks me, by the way. First time ever we've had Rafe on this program. <laughs> so welcome, good sir. Yeah, I've been uh, listening for a little while. Uh, seems like you got a pretty good show going on so far. Well, we appreciate that. We saw you in our chat. We, you feel free to actually chat in our chat. You don't have to just <laughs> listen through the chat. You can communicate that way. But we're happy to to have you. And I know that somebody out there is going to ask the question: Where does one get the name Rafe? Can you tell us that in some sort of uh, like condensed form? Um, from what I've been told, it was from the movie Pearl Harbor. Uh, that I was originally going to be called, uh, I think it was Levi McCoy, and I, I'm really, I'm really, really glad that they, uh, my parents decided on Rafe. Yeah, yeah. Rafe, Rafe flows off the tongue a whole lot. And easier. Rafe Slate yeah. is a cool racing name, and it's different, and that's what we like about it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, they were going to shorten Levi McCoy to Lemac, so I'm really grateful for uh, not calling me that yeah all right so before we get before we get into the whole what you're doing out west thing talk about what you just got done doing because fourth in your pro late model debut is pretty sporty yeah we had a really good car in new smyrna uh last time it was a little bit off and uh but uh 
definitely where it needed to be. We it was really good in traffic, and we ran where we needed to run. Was able to pass, uh, I think, four or five cars after we were supposed to start on pole, but we had the clutch pedal go out as we, and I missed the start, so I had to start I think eight, uh, which kind of threw a little bit of a wrench in things, but I think it helped me overall. I was able to kind of learn how the car handles in traffic and how to pass sure. other people. Yeah. All right, so here's the inevitable follow-up question because you've been a Legends car kid for a while now. What did you have to adjust to? What were some things you had to change as a driver going to the Pro Late model? The main takeaway is uh, I've actually thought about this quite a bit, but the main thing that really stands out to me is not having to feel through the steering wheel as much because you don't have uh, – power steering in the legend car so you feel everything and every detail on the track but you don't and like when the car starts to get tight and you start to lose front grip the steering wheel starts to get harder to turn you can kind of feel that but you don't have that in the late model because the power steering kind of makes it feel a little bit more numb it it would seem like i mean you haven't for those who aren't familiar with your background you haven't been racing nearly as long as most of your uh compatriots i mean you've only had what two seasons three seasons um yeah this will be my third season yeah. uh, this year in vegas so i mean you're you're in this you have far less overall experience but you you are uh 17 years old so i think your intellect and in, in your ability to adapt has really helped you to make a pretty quick transition from the legends car up into the late models but now Going back to the Legends car out of the late model, do you find yourself kind of having to uh, tell yourself, okay, wait, no, Legends car brain now, because they are really two different, completely different approaches to driving a race car. Yeah, they really are. The late model, you have to you have to worry about momentum a lot. Uh, but in the Legend, you really got to worry about how you get in the corner a lot more and uh it's it's a little bit more thinking. The late model, you have to be more consistent, right. and uh, uh, you have to kind of keep your tires in mind. But in the legend car, it's just being uh, driving it as hard as it possibly can every single lap, for the most part. Uh, and the car changes a lot more than the late model does, and uh, in, in a lot different places uh, throughout the race in the legend car. But even though they're so much short, the races are usually uh, less than half the length. Uh, but adjusting from one car to the next, it's like my brain gets in a different, it's like it switches modes completely and I forget about everything else. So, uh, it's really not too hard to switch like from one car to the next for me. Are you a fan of, of having more power when you go up to the late model? Uh, actually the grip in the late model kind of took away from the power a little bit. I, I didn't, I didn't feel it as much because you can get on the corner halfway through or you can get on the gas halfway through the corner in those cars, but uh, there's no way you can do that in the legend car. (laughs) All right. So speaking of the legends car, you are going to be participating, not this weekend, but next weekend in the asphalt uh, nationals. So talk a little bit. I I guess we would call this your last hurrah more or less, uh, at the Boring at Las Vegas, uh, being able to kind of cap off that chapter of your career before uh, moving on here to the next step. Yeah, pretty much. This is going to be my full, uh, my last uh, full-time race in the Legend car uh, in Vegas, so that'll be pretty cool uh, before moving up to Speed Fest and the Governor's Cup this year. 
yeah, hopefully next year we're not going to run the legend too much. Maybe run a few summer shootout races and a, th- a Thursday Thunder race. Uh, but other than that, yeah, this this uh, uh, Las Vegas and AMP, uh, Atlanta Motorsports Park, are the last ones for me. Well, you're ranked fifth in, in Pro Series points in the nation. You're ranked second overall. Um, this has been a really good season for you overall. Maybe not as many wins as you would have liked, but you've been very, very consistent. Yeah, I've uh, the last few years, last year I felt like I was really consistent. This year we got off to a really, really good start with a handful of wins in, uh, at Chris Mother Sports Park in Cordial and uh, down in Sunny South. Uh, I had a really hard Thursday Thunder season. A lot of, we had to, we went through two, I think two and a half motors just because they were way down on power compared to uh, what we were running earlier in the year. So, yeah, we, we had a rough one, but as soon as we got everything together in uh, the last race, that came together pretty well. Rafe, I know obviously you can't do any of this by yourself, so uh, here's a couple of minutes to give a shout-out to all those uh, sponsors, supporters, people that you need to say thank you to and help make it happen for Rafe Slade at the racetrack. Yeah, I've got to thank, uh, most importantly, I've got to thank God and uh, just all the opportunities and everything's come together uh, really in my the last few months just perfectly it's 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 so perfect it comes together so perfectly there's really no other <laughs> explanation for that uh but i've got to thank visitech and uh stuart road heaver and everybody over there uh really making this season possible uh and giving us the funding we need and uh doug stevens for i mean i've been at his shop all week getting ready for vegas and uh there's some pretty cool stuff going on over there Everybody over there works really, really hard. Doug's a and great I've guy. I've got to thank my parents as well. Yeah, Doug. Doug's awesome. Yeah, he knows what he's doing, and uh, yeah, your mom and dad are the best. And and uh, we definitely we're we're going to get you back on a little later when we can talk more about Visitech. But uh, but I, I want to let you just give us about thirty seconds or so, maybe a minute of conversation about your next pro late model start because the Governor's Cup is a pretty big deal. Yeah, that's a really big deal. I think uh, Pollard won it last year. Uh, so, I mean, pretty much any race that he goes to is going to be a big deal. Uh, 100 laps, it's got a lot of working out and a lot of mental uh, preparing mentally for me because uh, that's a lot different than just 50. Yeah. And I, Long, it, long distance. It should That's be, be it should be really interesting. And of course, Wetlock Driver Development yep. again will be the uh, place where Rafe will be uh, will be driving for in that race. So, uh, Rafe, I know that uh, you got a website. Talk about where fans can follow you in Solid Rock in about twenty seconds. Yeah, you can go to uh, Rafe Slate and Solid Rock or comma Solid Rock Performance on Facebook, or you can just look up Rafe Slate Eight and it'll come up. Uh, you can look up Rafe Slate or Rafe Slate Commissar Rock Performance on uh, Instagram and Twitter, uh, and com. And another area I'm really trying to promote and uh, get some good momentum is Reddit, because uh, everybody on Reddit is really cool. Uh, it's got a really a good community that engages a lot. For sure. Yep. Once again, thanks to Rafe Slate for being on the program tonight. We're going to step aside back with more Motorsports Madness right after this. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, 
BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes on Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of Monster Energy NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, Camping World Truck, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on only one thing, making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina and Danvers, Massachusetts, the HMS staff is always ready to take the time to help you find the right product for your safety needs. Don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop in to HMS Motorsport. Visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com or send them a message on Facebook and tell them the folks from PMN Radio sent you. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Ben Rhodes, and you're listening to the Performance Motorsports Network, the voice of motorsports. Jim Croce. Yeah. What more needs to be said? Or Bad Bad Leroy Brown, (laughs) whichever you prefer. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Cisco Scaramuza, Randy Miller for this edition of Motorsports Madness. And I know that Randy's been quietly punching buttons away back there in the tech shed, but we're going to get him involved by the time we get to the lightning round, I promise. That comes, though, after we get through this next segment, which is going to feature the uh, car owner who won two World of Outlaws Craftsman Sprint Car Series championships back in 2010 and 2011 and is fielding a driver this weekend, Tom, who uh, recently had to step out of his NASCAR Cup Series ride because of health issues. But, hey, when you can drive a two-time Outlaws champion sprint car at the Tulare Thunder Bowl, I believe Casey Kane would be totally okay with that. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's a good opportunity for him and uh, be the first time that he's raced in a little while. So I'm sure it'll be fun to kind of strap back into an open wheel, open cockpit car again and go have some fun the way that he used to. 
Yes. And still does occasionally. And still does. Yeah. And let's talk about this event for just a second, Tom. I know it's not one that uh, gets a lot of publicity except for around this time of year, but the Trophy Cup and this the 25th year of the annual Trophy Cup at Thunderbolt Raceway in California has always been a big thing because a large majority of the proceeds from this race go directly to the Make-A-Wish Foundation to help support wishes for uh, kids who are battling uh, terminal illness yep. and you know trying to make their dreams come true in their individual situations. I have always really, really admired promoter Dave Pusateri for uh, all the efforts that he and his team have done to uh, really give back, not just to the community, but really at large across the country uh, with this event. And this year, with it being the 25th anniversary, you basically line up 100 of the best sprint car drivers and car owners in the country Tell them, hey, go nuts for three nights and a big pri- a big check at the end of it. And this is what you end up with. 88 cars on the ground for night one here, uh, which kicks off as this show is airing live on Thursday night. Uh, and it's funny because you look at the bookends to qualifying. It's, it's 88 cars, single car qualifying, and then you go into heats and dashes and all that other stuff. Yep. Fun stuff leading up to the A-Main. Aaron Reitzel, recently crowned all-star champion at the top of the qualifying order. Gio Selzy, soon-to-be 17-year-old phenom, at the bottom of the order. So you can't get too much. Uh, too, so he's too not much 17 to... yet? No, he's, he's not 17 soon to be. yet. Soon-to-be okay. 17. So, you know, and, and in between, you've got names like Jack Hodenshield, the Wild Child, I believe Joey Saldana. I know Rico Abreu is racing yep. in the primary yep. uh, car this weekend. So, And good grief, about... 18 million, it seems like, uh, California racers who are among the best in the business <laughs> yeah. anywhere. However, the reason that we're talking about Trophy Cup is because Jason Myers announcing earlier this week that Casey Kane will drive in his own number 14 car, the car that he scored three top tens with against the Outlaws back in March at Trophy Cup this Thursday through Saturday. Great pairing between two great advocates for sprint car racing and two very passionate race car drivers. I got the chance to catch up with Jason about the acquisition of Casey Kane for this weekend. He had a lot to say, including about the way this opportunity brings everything full circle. Randy, roll some tape for us. It was kind of nip and tuck. It wasn't actually a go until about two hours ago. So so how did all that come together? Obviously, the fact that he's not running NASCAR the rest of the season helps, but uh, when, when did the conversation start going for this? Well, I actually reached out to him probably four to six weeks ago. Um, I had decided that just my schedule was – I had decided around Knoxville time this year that just with my schedule as busy as I am and everything I got going on that, that I wasn't going to run um, – and just uh, just had too much going on. I got too much. My business is very busy, and my kids are busy, and just too much on my mind to to get focused and get prepared to go race. So I had talked to Tom and Tommy Charlton at that point because I've run that race for them for the last five or six years, and I was slated to run it again for them this year. And uh, I talked to them and just said, like, I don't think it was in any of our best interest right now, and I needed to take this year off. So so that had kind of put that to rest, and that was kind of it for that time. And then. Uh, I have my car here at home that um, myself and HP Myatt work on together and uh, kind of participate in together. Some of the equipment's his and some's mine. And um, they've been wanting to run the car at Trophy Cup for the last few years. And um, HP actually works in our company now and is a part of our team. And we were over lunch one day. He brought up 
like, we should find somebody we can put in the thing. And I said, well, you can't just find anybody because you needed the race last year in order to be in the field. I said, it'd have to be somebody like Casey Kane. And he goes, well, why don't you call him? And I go, well, I guess I could. <laughs> so, uh, so I called Casey cause I had, I had seen Casey up in uh, Placerville. I had gone up to, to, we had flown up there to the races here when they were on the outlaws route. I'd seen him and we had chatted a little bit and talked and he talked about what his plans were next year and this and that. So it just kind of came up and I thought, well, I can, I can ask. I, I'm a, he had told me at that point that he was working on, you know, with the doctors to try to figure out a way to get back in the car and, and he thought he was going to be back in the car. So, so I sent him a message and asked if he'd be interested in it. And he said, man, I'd love to, but I'm hoping that I'll be back in the, the cup car by that weekend. So thank you for the offer. And I really appreciate it. I would love to do it, but it's just, uh, I'm, I'm thinking I'll be back in the cup car. So that was it. And two or three weeks went by and he called me one night and he said, Hey, is that offer still good? And I said, sure. Um, and, uh, that was only a couple of weeks ago, but, uh, so we kind of scrambled to put things together here, but um, that was kind of once he had been told by the doctors that it just wasn't going to work, that they didn't have a solution for him to get back in the car for uh, for long periods of time. I guess it's anything over two hours is what is bothering his body. So um, so a sprint car race still fits in that avenue, so we kind of started putting things together. That was only here a couple of weeks ago, so we've scrambled our our end. Stuff was somewhat ready, but um, we wanted to make sure everything's perfect, so... We've uh, scrambled to get everything back in, and then it was, and then actually it was questionable this week as if he was going to be able to make it. But we got confirmation today that he's uh, cleared by the doctors and everybody to come out and run the race. So he's on the airplane as we speak. So just to just to clarify, make sure I'm understanding it right in my head, the car he's going to race this weekend is the car that you and HP have been working on together. Yes, it's the car that I ran. It's the 14 car that I ran here at the start of the year. Um, I ran the first Grand Vegas and Tulare with the Outlaws and then the Peter Murphy race at the start of the year. So okay. normally for this race, I've always driven for Tarleton. I, I've, even though I've had my own car still here in the shop, I've always run this race for Tarleton. And um, so if, if I was going to run this race, that I would have been in the 21 car. But I decided not to run, and then um, we put this deal together to, to run Casey in my car, or mine and HP's car. How cool is this for you, uh, not just from a from a the standpoint of a driver, but to, as a, a team owner in this case, have somebody like Casey not just be able to come in and and give you an extra gauge, extra extra set of eyes as to where everything is with your program, but really to go out and give you just as good a shot to potentially win the race as if you were doing it yourself. Well, it's it's cool on several. Uh several levels one this is a really great event that is for a great cause you know this is all all the, a huge amount of the proceeds go to the make-a-wish foundation for this event and um this is the 25th year of the event and dave fusateri has done an amazing job over the years with this event not only with this event and making it just a great event for the fans and racers and coroners and everybody involved but for the cause and for what it does and the amount of money they've raised so um, I think it's really cool that Casey's willing to, you know, he may not be in a cup car this weekend, but he's still got a busy schedule. So to take time out of his life and fly all the way across the country to come out and run a car um, and be part of the event. And, and I think, you know, it'd be a big deal for the fans and everybody involved. So, so that's really cool to be part of that. And, and uh, you know, I, Casey gave me the opportunity to, to drive for him at the world finals in 2012. And, 
and uh, you know he spared no expense and, and gave me a great car, great team, and opportunity to go back and do that. So it's it's on a personal level as as, as friends, it's it's uh, a great opportunity for me to repay that favor and give him the the same opportunity that he gave me. So um, you know that's that's on a on a on a, just on a friendship level and. And then on the other side, you know, I think it's great for everybody that participates in, in our little team here that we still have and, and gets to be a part of it. I think it should be a good time. And my family's looking forward to going racing and all the families of, uh, all the guys that work on the car are looking forward to it. So it should be a good time. We're going to, should have a lot of fun with it. And, and I know Casey do a great job. I think we'll have a shot at winning it. And I've won the race twice as, um, once as a car owner, twice as a driver. So to, when it again here is uh is just the car owner, not not the car owner and the driver would be uh just another feather in the cap and something we hopefully we can pull off. And I think the buzzword there that Jason used about five times is fun. Yeah. That that that's what this event is about. Yes, there's a big check at, at the end to whoever wins the race overall, but it's a it's supposed to be a fun event. It's supposed to be about giving back, and that's what I love here. Well, I agree, and I, I think it's a great opportunity for Casey to just go and have some fun, and I hope that uh, it works out for both of them. And, you know, it's uh, obviously there's a long-lasting relationship there, so this became an opportunity for Casey to get back behind the wheel after uh, several weeks not racing anything. Yeah, and I think that's a big deal that one of the first races he gets to be back in the seat, it's a crown jewel event like Trophy Cup. And I said to a few people earlier this week even, uh, you know, and, and into yesterday when it was announced that, shoot, they could go out and win this thing. They really could. Yeah, no question about it. I mean, Casey's certainly good enough to, and, and the car has is, is got the potential so should be interesting to see how uh, all of that works out. In the interim, we also have World of Outlaws Craftsman Sprint Car Series racing this weekend in Kansas at uh, Lakeside Speedway and then at Dodge City Raceway Park on Friday and Saturday nights, respectively. And the big story there is that Joey Saldana, the Brownsburg Bullet, is going to be driving the Jason Johnson Racing number 41 car for the first of two race weekends and the first and second of four total races that he'll be in the 41 car. And good grief, after everything this team has been through, to see what they've done with Carson Macedo, now to have a 105-time Outlaws winner in Saldana be able to get behind the wheel of this car. And Joey, I feel like in a lot of ways, is kind of a journeyman in the same way that Jason was. Joey just never owned his own cars. He's been he's driven for just about everybody yeah. else there is to drive for on the tour, but he's always found a way to have success, even when there wasn't a lot to have success with. And I just think this could be a great pairing personally. I feel like these two these two sides are gonna come together much like Macedo, not miss a beat. And I'm going to make the bold prediction that they're going to contend for a victory at least one of the two race nights this weekend. Well, it certainly could happen. It wouldn't be surprised at all if that happened. But um, we're getting to the time of year here where it's kind of getting down to crunch time for the Outlaws. And it is. And after uh, this weekend and next weekend, then it's the World Finals. Yeah. I mean, I start feeling like this is the time of year where Donnie Schatz goes, eh, I've played around enough. Let's go win the last, like, five in a row. <laughs> 
<laughs> but we'll see. I'm not convinced he's going to win the last five in a row, but when you consider out of these final three weekends, there are two crown jewels left to go after, one of them, of course, being the World Finals, right. and the second coming up next weekend at Port Royal Speedway being the Tuscarora 50, which I believe is $51,000 to win, if I remember correctly. Nice. Donnie Schatz shows up for big races. He does. Well, that's in in that. I mean, he shows up for all of them, yeah. but he 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 goes for broke in big races. That's why he's the perennial champion. I mean, that's, correct. You know, and so we're <laughs> kind of at that time of year where it's time for Donnie to close it out, um, and uh, we'll see what happens. But it should be. Should be fun this weekend in Kansas, and I can't wait for the World Finals. That's going to be a great show. Yes. Hey, Cisco, while we're talking about open wheel types of things, uh, there it's not on dirt. However, we did, I believe, have tire testing at Indianapolis Motor Speedway, and in preparation for an ex- perhaps an expanded IndyCar field in 2019, maybe possibly. We hope. Well, yeah, they were doing a little bit, a bit of that, but this was actually they were trying out uh, after the criticism they got from the 2018 Indy 500. They actually went in and changed a couple things with the tires, uh-huh. and so we had about six cars on track: Dixon, Canon, Rossi, Power, and then Carpenter and Rahal. They were all there, just kind of out hanging about, driving in a pack, driving around. And uh, they put a, uh, they called it uh, RPE uh, penetrant into the track surface as well as the tire tweaks to kind of get rid of the uh, the problem they were having. If you remember the 2018 race, if you were the, the last car in a pack, you would just kind of fall back and just be kind of doomed. Um, so they, what they were trying to do was kind of combat that a little bit along with some aero kit changes and everything and generally try and make the product a little bit closer racing and give those guys who are kind of mid-pack to kind of at the back of the pack when you're running in those groups, give them more of a chance to catch back up in the draft. Also, we had breaking news from the IndyCar set this week as well. Ed Jones will be driving yes. the majority yes. of the 2019 season with ECR, Ed Carpenter Racing, in partnership with Scuderia Corsa, who will field him for the 2019 Indianapolis 500. Very good landing spot, I feel like, for Ed. Uh, I mean, it's... I was surprised, honestly. Really? Yeah. I wasn't. Very surprised. Now, Ed Carpenter was surprised that Ed Jones was available, frankly. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, Hopefully it works out well. I think it will. I, that 20 car has had a lot of speed, and Ed is certainly a talented driver and very capable. More Motorsports Madness, the lightning round, coming up in just a moment. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Whew. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. 
Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Cole Custer, and you're listening to the Performance Motorsports Network, the voice of motorsports. Okay, welcome back. Sorry, I was headbanging. Bobblehead over here is Jacob (laughs) Seelman. That guy's Tom Baker. Randy Miller is over in the tech shed, and we got Cisco Scaramuza as well tonight. Cisco is... uh, Cisco is a still photo this evening because yes. he, he Cisco, had a rather unfortunate accident yeah, he, this week. He was speed reading and hit a bookmark, and now he's got a broken ankle and um, can't be live on camera. I'm on the IR, guys. We'll yeah. have to get the backup. Yeah. <laughs> backup so, wide receiver. We need to bring in a substitute. But anyways, yeah, we're thankful like that. that Cisco's still yes. with us, even if it's only a still shot. Yes, we are. And this segment is the lightning round as it's come to be known over yes. the last couple of years. And, well, we're going to start the lightning round off with everybody's favorite open wheel topic, or, well, mine as of this weekend, because they're in the country. <laughs> okay. F1. Coda. Yes. So we are going to uh, – I'm going to start this with a percentage, and we're going around the table. And, Randy, get your microphone ready, because I want you involved in on this too. So okay. just just be prepared for that. Okay. First lightning round question is as follows. Percentage chance that Lewis Hamilton locks up his fifth driver's championship this weekend at Coda Tom? 376. (laughs) Also known as yes. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. Percentage chance, yes. 100% chance of a championship for Lewis Hamilton. Cisco. I really don't want him to because I feel like this whole thing is just Matt Kenseth all over again, but he's probably going to, despite the fact I don't want him to. But, yeah, I, I'm with Tom in this boat. It's it's very likely. I'll say 90%. Yeah, so here here's the math, by the way, before, I, before Randy comes in on this. Should Lewis Hamilton win the race, the only way that Sebastian Vettel can prevent Lewis locking up the championship is if he finishes second. 
if he finishes third or worse and Lewis wins, Lewis locks up the championship. And for anybody who goes, well, Lewis might not win. Um, yeah, about <laughs> that. There's been six Formula Percentage One races. Yeah. He might not win zero. <laughs> there, there have been six Formula One races held at Circuit of the Americas. Lewis Hamilton has won five of them, including four in a row. Yeah, unless you lock him in a porta pooper, he's not going to not win. That's just simple. Or you know, pull a spark plug or something. He is not going to not win, and Sebastian Vettel is not going to finish second anyway. So it doesn't make any difference. Lewis Hamilton's going to wrap up the title here in America at Coda this weekend. I think he's locked up two of his last three titles in America, exactly. for that matter. Randy. It- Randy, do you do you digress? Do you think Sebastian keeps it alive? One thousand percent. Well, the, the answer to that, okay, the answer to the question I asked you is no. That yeah, you believe, yeah, one thousand percent for Lewis Hamilton. My response, now, Jacob. Yeah, um, yeah. If he doesn't lock it up here, he'd lock it up in Mexico City, basically almost. Uh, if he, as long as he finished ahead of him, right? Yeah. Or, okay. you know, as long as, the, yeah, if he, if for, by some miracle he doesn't lock it up on Sunday, Sebastian would then have to win the last three races and hope that Lewis DNFs in all of them. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> yeah. That's basically how it works. That's how it works. It's, it's Lewis Hamilton from here on out, and Coda's definitely a Hamilton track, so. Oh, yeah, absolutely. My response is, uh. That, that, no, there is no chance that Lewis doesn't lock up the championship this weekend. It's going no. to happen, and we're 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 all gonna we're 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 gonna have a giant Mercedes block party in Austin after it. Here's all what's over. interesting to me: if you're watching on TV, you got F1 Coda versus NASCAR versus at, Kansas. at Kansas, and it's a playoff race. Um, Dear Liberty Media, that? <laughs> what kind of dope were you smoking when you lined that one up? Well, I mean, I don't get it. They I, don't. My I, response to that is Liberty Media doesn't care about NASCAR, but well, but they should if it's the American audience because I think I think they're they're kidding themselves if they think this is entirely two separate groups of people because it's actually not. I mean, that's you know the ideal situation is you put that on either in the morning or you put it on even run the darn thing on Saturday, whatever. But Going up against a, a cup playoff race, especially a cutoff race in yeah. Kansas, definitely not a wise idea. By the way, here's my number for the day. Lewis Hamilton's average finish in six starts at Circuit of the Americas is 1.5. Yeah. <laughs> Can't get much better than that, folks. I mean, no. And it should be a great race. I mean, I'm oh, excited I, for the race. But, I think it's going to be an awesome you know, race. Yeah. Um, you know, they've had they've – had I, I think they in two of the last four they've had five lead changes or more during the sixty how many ever laps yeah. distance it is and that's good for F one. I agree. So I'm not complaining. I think that's going to be great. I believe it'll be on ESPN yeah. two. Oh, if two. If I remember it's right. On the news. I'm gonna look. Well, but either way, start the thing way. at noon and yeah, you know, just get it over with before the cup race starts. Yeah, we, can, we don't get that. Long. You know, we can watch uh, both of them. So as it is, moving on. Back to Cup. Okay. Kansas. Eliminations. Name your four drivers, and I'll even – I'll go first since I already know which four I'm going to have and give Tom a chance to pull up his playoff standings. Name your four drivers who are going to be eliminado at the end of 400 miles on Sunday. My response, 
is very, very simple. It not going to change. The guys below the cut line are going to stay below the cut line. And Brad Keselowski is going to be the first surprise elimination from this playoff. He was supposed to go to the Final Four. He's going to peace out along with Ryan Blaney, Kyle Larson, and Alex Bowman. As much as I would love to see one of those four win their way in. Nope, sorry. Bye-bye. Okay, who's next? You. Oh, all right. Well, uh, you know, here's here's the sad part of this. I I really believe that Brad Keselowski could very well win Kansas. The problem I've got is that the next guy in line ahead of Keselowski is Truex. Who's won two of the last three at Kansas. And who, honestly, I have far less faith in over the duration of the playoffs than I would Keselowski. It, but what if you're talking the, about one race, the situation that exists is you got to make up 36 points. No, uh, eight, uh, well, 18, 18, 18, but, 18 well, but, no, it's 18 below. Remember, it's 65 to 83. So it's just 18. points. Yes, 18 points. But you, you've you've got to figure somebody else is going to have a bad day here. And the rest of them are so far up on. Yeah. On that, that I just I agree with you. I don't see it changing. I think the. Uh, I think the potential here is for Keselowski to win, and he would be the exception. I don't. Blaney could win. Doubt it. I don't have any faith you know in what, Larson or Bowman. And at you this know point what's interesting, in though, if Keselowski were to win, then it would be Martin Truex versus Clint Boyer to be in the race to be above the cut line. And yeah. I and and in that scenario, I Martin like Boyer. Truex, well, no, in that scenario, I like Truex because of stage points. I think the stage points would allow him to make up the three point. It, he's only back by three points. Well. That's three positions on the racetrack. And I like Martin Truex on stage points to be able to beat Clint Boyer. It's going to be interesting. Scenario. This race is going to be a slugfest. Yes, Somebody's going to be mad at somebody after this race. Is Randy, do they change? Do they not change? No, unfortunately, I have to agree with you guys. I don't think anything is going to change in the top. Well, actually, right. Tom, I, I think Tom was implying that he thinks Kozlowski will win as well. Well, no, in. I did not. No. I said no. I think he could, but I have to agree that overall I don't see every – Okay. Unless, unless one of these four wins, nothing's changing. All right, Cisco. I, I, I got to agree with you guys, though. I'd really hate to be Chase Elliott in this scenario because you're basically – Driving for you're basically at the mercy of pretty much everybody else uh, around you. Well, Chase no, won. No, you're not. So he Chase won. Is He's in. good. Yeah, Chase is oh, in. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. D3D. Yeah, Hello. Chase is well, in. Well, if Chase hadn't won, that'd be horrible. If Chase hadn't won, it would be a mess. If he's got to be. He's got to be thanking every every power that's upstairs right now that he did win at Dover. Yeah, that's a good point because yeah. No, they darn standings have to sort by wins. But, if, um, if you want to know the case, guy, yeah, no, I. You want to know the guy that I think really is of these guys that is most susceptible to a bad day at Kansas. I think it's Joey Logano. I know he likes the track and he's had past success, <laughs> but Joey hasn't had the greatest season per no, se. He has. I, I think he's the one guy. I mean, I I like the top. I like Eric. I like Chase. I like Kevin. I like Kyle, and I like Kurt. And, and, and I think Clint, again, home track, you want to do well. Truex is always fast there. I think Logano out of the top eight is the one that I worry the most about, having yeah. a, a less than stellar performance. But still, he's 39 points up. Yeah, well, How did he see, get up there? 
Well, like none of us have been really talking about him apart from Chris. Because and he just kind of snuck up there. Because his two his two finishes in this round of twelve have been a third at Dover right. and a fifth exactly. at Talladega. Yep. He has been, you know, he's he's hit it at the right time. And other than a fourteenth place run at Richmond, he has not been outside the top ten in these playoffs. That's a big deal. I I, I feel like because he's been so quiet. We haven't talked about Joey, yeah. but since Michigan, so that's a span of nine races here, he's been inside the top ten seven times during that yep. span, and he's had five top fives in that span, which is half of what he had over the first 22 races. So they're, I'm not going to say everything's right at the 22 team, but that well, double improving. deuce. Well, they're improving. Yeah, that double deuce I, has mightily improved. I just feel like it's kind of either feast or famine for them. It's been a lot you know? more feast lately. Yes. A lot more feast yes. lately. Yep. But it's, I, I mean, I'm telling this this race at Kansas, you know, everybody wants a mile and a half. It's going to be, I don't think this is going to be boring um, at all. Yeah. The strategies. So Joey Logano versus Matt Kenseth. Anybody remember well, that yeah. race? I mean, and that's kind of, I feel like, there's going to be some really weird pit strategies and there's going to be some contact and some people are going to be, yes. like I said, somebody's going to be mad at somebody after yes. this race. And going into Martinsville, that's really interesting to I'll me. I'll tell you one thing. It's a little terrifying. Somebody at the bottom four is going to run out of gas. They're going to try and win the race and they're going to run out of gas. I like that. If the I scenario like the odds presents for itself, yeah. yeah. That's if what that, I'm saying. If, this, if a fuel mileage scenario presents itself, I like the odds of that. Okay. Uh, final thing that we're going to get to in this lightning round really, really quickly is odds of a driver not in the playoffs potentially winning this race. And I'll start, well, I, I, I'm going for pun here, but also because I think it might actually be serious, 48%. Why? Jimmy Johnson. Odds of a driver not already in the playoffs Not, winning the race? Odds of a non-playoff driver winning the race. Well, honestly, um, I mean, I think there's two or three that possibly could, but I I, I don't see it. I, I'm telling you, it's going to be the big three so plus Tom says zero. zero. Okay, Cisco. Zero, zilt, zada, nada. Okay, Randy. Yeah, zero percent chance. Sorry, I'm the o- so I'm the only believer that we could have a spoiler. Wow, well, I don't see JJ at this race. If Jimmy's going to win a race, I think it's at Martinsville next weekend, and that's if they don't race boats. <laughs> well, it might keep- be about a week from Tuesday, but by looking at the early forecast, <laughs> keep but- in mind we're about nine days out, yeah. so a lot can change between now and Please next God. Friday. <laughs> Just saying, it does not look good. Uh, I know. But, hey, we can hope, right? Yes. We can hope. Well, we definitely hope. We want yes. to be there. We Yes. I, well, I'll be there regardless. So I. Even if it's raining. Well, I don't know if I'll be there if it's raining, but I'll <laughs> be there. Uh, all right. So we're going to have just enough time to say goodbye when we come back, and we will do that. This show has absolutely rocketed by. Yes, it has. Like Ryan Newman. Yeah. Because he's good at that. So uh, what we're going to do is get ready to take our final break. And when we return, we're going to have fun sending this edition of Motorsports Madness off into the sunset, waving a checkered flag and doing all of that good stuff. So the uh, final lap going to roll on right after this for Tom Baker and Cisco Scaramuza. I'm Jacob Seelman. We'll be back in just a moment. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. 
Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Hi, I'm Tyler Reddick, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. In the final minute and 47 seconds we've got here, I want to pay reference that there is an Xfinity Series playoff race this weekend, starting the round of eight for them at Kansas, 2.30 on Saturday on NBCSN. Christopher Bell continues to go in as the preeminent favorite. He won two out of the three races in round numero uno. And he's going to win again. He's going to win again. Yes, absolutely. Cisco, anybody besides Bell? Yes, no. Oh, quickly! Just saying. No. Yolo, Elliot Sadler. <laughs> Yolo. Okay, sure. Why not? And I'm sure Randy's back behind the TV screen that's hiding his head and shaking his head. Yes, yes. Well, yeah. I, I, who knows? I mean, I, I with the Xfinity Series, you know, Christopher Bell and, and Justin Allgaier have been the class of the field. So, yes. I don't know how you could ever go against either one of those guys. Seabell, so. Seabell, Seabell, yep. all day long. Seabell. Yep. That's my two cents on that. So as we get set to go, thanks to our partners at uh, both Telmed Benefits and HMS Motorsport for what they do to help make our shows possible here on Race Chaser Radio. And uh, we've had a lot of fun. So we'll also thank our guests tonight, Clay Milliken 
and Rafe Slate. And I want to thank uh, Jason Myers as well for taking some time earlier this week to uh, chat with us for this show. And gosh, it's over. Where's where's our third hour? <laughs> I, I complain know. about that all the time. We'll work on that. We, we need to work on yeah. that. For Tom Baker, Cisco Scaramuza, Randy Miller, I'm Jacob Seelman. Keep it off the wall, folks. And if you're headed to a racetrack, we might just see you there. Have a safe racing weekend till we meet again. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness with the Race Chaser Online crew. Stay tuned to Performance Motorsports Network for more race talk. For the latest motorsports news, visit racechaseronline.com. Motorsports Madness is a copyrighted production of the Performance Motorsports Network, www.performancemotorsportsnetwork.com. A member of the Scorpion Radio Group Incorporated and may not be rebroadcast, replicated, or saved in any media without the explicit written permission of PMN. Check out our Facebook page or our section in the PMN website. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, co-hosts, and guests, and do not necessarily reflect those of the management and ownership of either the Performance Motorsports Network or Scorpion Radio Group Incorporated, the advertisers, or the marketing partners. Be listening again next week when the madness returns on Monday night at 7 Eastern. Until then, keep it off the wall and keep the shiny side up.